So, we're back. The final, final podcast. And we've got three new friends with us. Introduce yourselves, my minions. <laughs> I'm Chloe. And what, what do you do here? I'm the design and digital marketing intern. I'm Leah, and I am the post-production intern. I'm Titus, and I'm the video marketing intern. Amazing. They've been doing so good this summer. Great to have them on the podcast. And we're going to get into this. This is the final, final podcast. I am your host, Corbin Surio. I'm joined by our three summer interns. And today we have a special edition episode. I will not be the one running the show. We'll be these fine students right here. <laughs> our full-time team is gonna be going in the hot seat and fielding questions from them, ranging from career-related things to just wacky-ass questions. We have not seen these questions. Only they know the questions. Um, so I guess we'll see how this goes. And uh, I'm gonna be the first one on the hot seat. So uh, let's get it. I think the idea for this is that each one of you will give each one of our team members a question. So you'll each get a chance to ask and we'll discuss and um, hopefully it's not too wild, but you know, let's have some fun with it. All right. Okay, Who's first, first, first question. We've been talking about this one all morning. Would you rather be four feet tall or seven feet tall? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for me, I'm gonna have to go with seven feet tall. Easy, easy question there. Um, you know, if I was seven feet tall, there's so many more things I could do. Um, right now, I'm 5'11", maybe 5'10". You know? So you're probably 5'9". So I'm probably 5'9". <laughs> I am taller than my dad and he says he's 5'9". So we're gonna go with 5'11". Um, seven feet tall, you know, I could have honed my basketball skills, been in the NBA. <laughs> I don't know why I would ever pick four feet tall, you know. Well, that, think that... about, think about the practicality of everyday life. Planes, yeah. cars, trains. Everyday life is not trains and planes. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm only on a plane probably once a quarter, so it's not like. But think about I'm how terrible it would be. Yeah, your legs would be squished for and a little bit. But a good like, point that Leah brought up this morning was the lumbar support. Lumbar support in a chair? <laughs> it was actually, it was Josh that was talking about it. So if you were, you know, four feet, he said that you would not have the lumbar support when yeah, you were sitting in a chair. Yeah, you'd be too low in the chair. Because your back can't like sit against the chair and also have your feet on the ground. But then I made the arguing point that he, he thinks he would, he would have less back pain if he was seven feet tall than four feet tall. I think you might have more back pain. You know, the gravity is bringing you down to mm -hmm. earth when you're seven feet tall. And when you're four, you're already on the earth, like, <laughs> essentially. And think about how hard it would be to find shoes for your feet if you're seven foot tall. Yeah, but you could have normal sized feet and be seven feet oh, tall. No. I don't think they'll be stable. You don't think? I mean, like a size 14 shoe on a seven foot person seems reasonable. Right, yeah. What size does Shaquille O'Neal wear? How tall oh, is he? Oh, like size 20 something. Yeah. Here. <laughs> size, size 22. Size 22. Wow. So you want to have size 22 feet versus if you're 
And that's probably all custom made too. But if you're four feet tall, you could buy kids shoes. Well, why would you want to buy Half kids the shoes? price. Half the price. Half, mm -hmm. You do say money. Right? If people knew that you wore kids shoes, it'd be like, yo, what size are you wearing? Six in kids? Six Y. <laughs> Oh, like you go to the skating rink, right? And like, what size shoes are you? Are you? Six U. <laughs> a three. <laughs> yeah, for me, it'd have to be seven. What about y'all? I'm team four feet. I'm also team four feet. Seven feet. I think seven feet for dudes is like easy. Like, like that's such a clear answer. I mean, yeah, for, like you guys said for a woman, right? Like, have you guys even seen like a six foot five woman in your life? In real life? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like so rare. Right, and it's like you'd stand out like crazy. Like, okay, you see a tall dude, and you're like, "Yo, that dude's tall." But well, you see a about, tall girl. How about this? Titus? What do you think <laughs> the average height of a woman is in the U.S.? In the U.S., it's probably like five foot two, right? Nah, it's like five four. For sure. It's five four. Five. And how about for men? What do you think is the average size for? Women? I know this. I can pull this. It's five ten. Uh, it's actually <laughs> five nine. It's oh, oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I'm five ten, so I'm like a little bit above that. <laughs> Had to make sure. It's a good thing. Above average. I'm the, literally, like Josh said, I'm the Yao Ming of I'm a Vietnamese Yao Ming. <laughs> Vietnamese people, average height is like 5'2. Like, I'm going to up right now. You're one of a kind, Titus. That's for sure. Oh my God. You're standing out above the crowd. Yeah, 5 foot 4, four inches. Like, I, I'm crazy. I'm going, I don't know what, like, I drank when I was a baby. Milk or something, but. Average Vietnamese women are five foot, you know. So like, yeah, you're towering. You're you're like, I'm like Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an interesting debate, and uh, one day maybe we'll have the genetic capacity to increase or decrease our heights. So we'll find out who's better. You know, well, Chloe and Malia will come back. Way after their internships, and I'll both be four feet tall. <laughs> and Titus will be like, What's up, losers? There is a guy who went and got inserts placed into his legs so he's in his bones. Oh, like rods. That doesn't sound fun. That seems like he's a cyborg. And, uh, he, he did. He didn't want to be short. So he would probably answer seven feet also. So maybe we lose that one three to two. Three to two, with that guy on the bench with that guy, yeah. saying that it's time to go up. I think I've seen that before, where they're like, so to like make yourself taller, they like put rods in your legs and like they lengthen it over time, like a couple yeah. of millimeters. And then the, their skin's got to stretch. Yeah, yeah. And the, their bones have to fuse back together. And it's like, it's a crazy process. And all that for just like, what, a couple bit more inches? Like, I yeah. think so you get dumps, but just work on your hops. Yeah, you do have to go crazy on legs because your legs are going to be like needles. After that. Yeah, well, you probably have a good vertical when it's all said and done. I don't have a good vertical. <laughs> oh, yeah, Titus at our shoot. He came on our shoot for the sales loft explainer video uh, that we had a few weeks ago. And there was this beam on the roof that he was trying to touch. And he was the only one that could touch <laughs> Okay, okay. Josh and Corbin just naturally probably have good hops. Uh, All right, Corbin. Next question. We'll do we'll do a work related one. Right, back work related, yes. um, what is the piece of work that you are the most proud of working on at Consume Media? All right, all right. I can I can do that one. Um, so the piece of work that I am most proud of working on at Consume so far is our general capabilities video. Um, it's one of 
the pieces that I created that actually wasn't meant for social media. A lot of the stuff I do as a content marketing manager, creating stuff for social, having y'all create stuff for social. Um, but this video was um, something that I worked on from pre-production all the way to post. So I scripted it, I filmed it, and I did the animations. Um, Lando did design. But it's really a video that we use to kind of show potential clients what the different capabilities of consume are. Um, and I think it's a great tool that helps Leo in his presentations. Um, and it's just really cool because the animations I had never really used After Effects a ton before. Um, and so going through the whole process of learning how to do like a ton of different um, a ton of different things, pushing outside of my comfort zone and doing something that I hadn't done before. Um, when we got to the finished product, I was super proud of that. So that would be my proudest work here at Consume so far. Um, and then the three of you are my proudest work. It's like having children. Aww, you know, so sweet. Um, but Delish. yeah, no, I, honestly, like it's been great having you guys here this summer and kind of like, it was something that I talked about in my, um, quarterly meetings at the beginning of the year is wanting to get some type of management experience. Um, and so I went through the whole process of hiring y'all. You know, I came to the career fair, I did the interviews, read resumes and stuff. And, um, now I'm managing you. I think I'm doing okay if, well, if you say so. Who had the best resume? Oh, shoot. <laughs> That's a hot take question. Um, Just out of curiosity. Mine. Y'all were all great. That's not an answer. You guys were all great. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> Stick away. Next question. All right. <clears throat> Next question. Um, what was the most humbling experience of your career so far? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most humbling? I forgot about that question. Damn, I have been humbled so many times. I, so, y'all know, um, but I studied advertising at UGA, so I was not a video person, not a production person. Like, I've been doing video for a while, it's something that I wanted to go into, but studied advertising because I thought it was a more practical way to apply my creative side to uh, business and stuff. So, not a production person. So, coming to consume media, come on different shoots, like starting my first day was actually on a shoot for our client Terminus. Um, but I'm learning production things, whether it's setting up lights, setting up cameras, really just a ton of stuff, lighting, things that I didn't know coming in because I'm not a cinema person. And it's maybe my fourth, fifth shoot. We're doing something with our, um, our client, SAS Optics, who is now Maxio. Um, but we're filming and we're setting up the sound. And there's this thing called the dead cat, which is not actually a dead cat, which Many people would maybe not know, but the dead cat is a thing that you put on top of a microphone to kind of block out wind and stuff. It, it um, has like wind suppression, but essentially we're getting the sound set up and Michael and Josh come to me with a brush and the dead cat and they say, hey, we're getting this set up. Do you think you could brush the dead cat for us while we're getting other things set up? Um, Unbeknownst to me, this is not something that you typically do in production. Um, but I'm just sitting on the wall, just sitting against the wall with my brush and the dead cat, probably brushing it for a solid five minutes before they say anything. And they come up to me and they're like, 
Oh, that's all good, but uh, we didn't really need you to do that. It was just a prank. <laughs> and that was the most humbling thing because you just realize there's there's things you don't know sometimes. You know, you, you learn, but sometimes you gotta learn in embarrassing and funny ways. So um, never brush the dead cat since, but insert clip of me making Titus brush the dead cat yesterday. <laughs> I got it on video. It's really that humbling, you know? I think it's that there's people out there that will, um, you know, that will, you know, just deceive you, you know? Like, you, won't, you don't know who those people are. They can be the people closest to you, you know? But, it could like, be your mentor at your internship. Yeah, it could just be, you know? The, the person sitting three seats away from you. You never know <laughs> until after the fact. But you know, it is a good life lesson. I'm saying it's humbling. I'm saying, you know, it builds character. It builds well, what character. is your, yeah, what sure. would you think is your most humbling experience so far? Hmm. Um. Yeah, it don't have to be here. I guess even in school. No, for too. here. Okay, oh, for here. here. It was when I was standing on that curb, and then Josh like, get off that curb. <laughs> He's like, don't sit on that curb, and I'm like, oh my bad. <laughs> Leah, how about it was, you? Yeah. Oh man, there's been a few. Probably when I showed up half an hour late to work on the first day because I got stuck in traffic and went to the wrong address is what we figured out. Yeah. That happens. Yeah, it not for me though. Never to Chloe, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will accidentally post a blog post <laughs> to the front of the website on every single page. And then not tell anyone for three hours because I wanted to fix it myself. Yeah, that's pretty humbling, isn't it? When you realize you messed up the entire website for three hours. I did. So uh, I'm glad you fixed it, though. You're you're a fast learner. You. I was trying to be proactive. You were, but you know, things happen, and we've all been humbled a time or two in our in our careers, and um, I'm sure in your internships, you're learning, but when you get to your real job, you'll learn even more. So um, never be scared to learn things that are embarrassing and funny because you know, it's a funny story later on. So true. So true. But the next day. But <laughs> the next day. You'll learn the next day. Um, yeah, you guys have some interesting questions and I hope um, you're able to throw out some fun ones to our other <laughs> other friends but for now i will be departing all right that's it for me um thanks for having me uh i'll be back for our outro but till then peace out from me welcome back we have our new friend josh say hi josh what's up and we're gonna ask him some questions i went first last time so leah titus all right, I can I can take one. All right, you got oh, it. Oh God! All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. What is the most essential thing you learned when you first explored work in your field? <clears throat> most essential thing. Um, okay, so it's two things. Um, I know I'm only supposed to say one, but like you're gonna get one answer, but it's you know like a two-parter. <laughs> so first thing um like i think it's just more of i guess like professionalism um in terms of just if they you know if you say you're going to be somewhere at a certain time be there um if you say you're going to do something make sure you do it um just you know always making sure that like your word actually holds value um 
and like just being willing to to work and do stuff that you may not necessarily be your favorite but like uh being able to be a team player to make sure that the job gets done um so i'd say that and on the more playful side of things uh to anyone who is in film school you don't learn shit in class <laughs> good you thing really, i'm not in film school yeah you only learn you really only learn when you're like on set getting stuff done mm. <clears throat> so yeah nice good answer good answer all right, I'll do a follow-up question. Uh, this, <laughs> this guy. Who has the best, best fashion sense out of everyone that works at Consume? And I know you're going to say yourself. <laughs> I know. I already you, know. Can't. I already know. <laughs> you can't say yourself. I can't say myself? No, you no. can. I think so. Okay, Josh, number one. Who's number two? Yeah, okay, number two. Okay, number okay, two. okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm keeping y'all out of this. Why? Why? I have my own ranking for all y'all three, actually. <laughs> okay, I thought about this it. on the way over. Let's but let me, let me answer the, okay, let me okay. answer the question first. Okay, I'll get okay. to that. Um, so in terms of in the office, outside of myself, I'd probably go either Corbin or Lando. Mm. Okay. Also, shout out Anna Lynn, because she has some sneaky good fits, too. But yeah, someone in, someone in that. Yeah, one of those three. But then for you guys... Um, I'm sorry, but it's Chloe one, Titus two, Leah three. Yo, I feel like that's valid. It's an accurate answer. Okay, it's really Chloe has the best jewelry out of you guys, and that's the thing that like takes take it over it. the top. I got the Cartier. Yeah, ain't got no Cartier for twenty seven dollars. Okay, it was. It was uh, all right. Does this look real on camera? Yes, <laughs> it, it, it looks real from over here. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be real. No. You guys don't know that. I, I asked him if it was real, and I said, because if it is, you're going on my Rob list. Then he said, yeah, it was an heirloom that was passed down from my mom. He goes, no, nah, I'm kidding. It was $27. Uh, that is... Titus going to hit somebody with that line, too. I've got like, oh, is that real? He's like, it looked real, don't it? No. <laughs> I've gotten so many compliments on it. Like, I swear, at least 30 people, right? If you guys want something... you within your budget like $19 you know get the Cartier bracelet you know off AliExpress right and then the only thing is that if you're if, if someone already has one they're like oh I have one too I was at my friend's house and she's like I have one too she busts out the flashlight and she puts it on my bracelet and everyone else is just there's five other people around and they're just crowded around me looking at my bracelet I'm like I'm like yo it's not it's not real it's, it's not, not real guys. it's not real so I mean unless that happens but I mean apart from that you know, I'm eating out like barbecue and they're like, yo, I like your bracelet. I got one too. It's worth it. <laughs> okay, All but right. I, I really think, okay, okay. I really think you should be, you know, like a Chloe. You, you know? think you should be ahead of Chloe? Bro. Chloe's jewelry is better than yours. It is better. And y'all's fits are just about, y'all's fits are on Today the same level. Today is not an accurate representation of how I usually dress. Like, y'all's fits are on the same level, mm. but Chloe's jewelry takes it over the top that is true. like your jewelry it's not like you're, you don't have jewelry like your jewelry is solid but like it's just not chloe's yeah, yeah. i'll take i'll take it i've got a lineup hey man you got silver bro oh like, yeah silver i say silver over gold all the time I, you know, I think gold got out of style i don't know you got you you got some haterade over there me and chloe over here in first place you know Big yeah things. we're fine Big things. How, Big you things. ranked yourself first place okay i'd say that you you know you, are. you said i was first place <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I'm gonna be real, bro. Josh, Josh has some pretty good style. Like it's it's, it's like um, it's very youthful, you know, like very in in style, in fashion, right? Very and trendy. Then, very yeah, trendy, trendy. very trendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then everyone, you know, I like, but I also like Sean's outfits too. You know, like it's Sean it's, a silent killer. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like. <laughs> You don't understand like the appeal of comfort clothing until like years like showing up. Like I used to go to high school, right? I mean, everyone. I, I was in high school and like people would show up in like uh, sweats and like hoodie, right? And I'm like, yo, that's they're bummy, right? And then like I started once I started college, I started showing up every class hoodie, sweats, right? So like, throw some nice shoes on, and then that's a fit. That's like that's so it's it's so underrated. It's fair. That's why athleisure is like the trend right now. Yeah, yeah. Like New Balance, like Champion. Champion kind of dropped off. They got too um, oversaturated with their market. Yeah. All right, next question. I'm glad we yeah, have an next question. Okay, next question. Do you want a serious question or a fun question? A dealer's choice. Okay, this one is very important to me. I'm very passionate about this question. Okay. What is your favorite and least favorite airport? Okay, um, that's a good one. Makes you think. My favorite, just because, honestly, so far it's been my favorite trip that I've gone on, just because, uh, y'all know, like, I do all the traveling shoots. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my favorite trip so far has been LA. So, I'm gonna go LAX. LAX. Bold yeah. choice. Yeah. What about Just least favorite? Least favorite? I doubt we have anybody watching from this city. Um, but Jacksonville freaking sucked <laughs> ass. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Poor Jacksonville. <laughs> no, dude, I, I mean, I, I landed and... Like, I get to the hotel, get situated or whatever, and, like, I go get dinner, and then I walk into, like, I go to, like, a bar or whatever. I'm talking to the bartender, and I was like, all right, so, like, what is there to do? And she just starts laughing. She was like, honey, you came to the wrong city. <laughs> you, came, you came to Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, she wasn't wrong. There is nothing there outside of the Jaguars, and... Does that really count, though? Hey, hey, the Jaguars won me a lot of money last year. Thank you, Trevor Lawrence. Thank you. Hmm. You know what? I can't say I've been to either of those airports, but I know no one is asking, but I'm going to say mine. Um, <laughs> my favorite airport, Tampa International. Mm-hmm. Great okay. airport. Yeah, they solid. have the center part. You go in, you take a little tram to your gate. They've got like five gates, and then you do security there. So it cuts down security by like six, six times. So I think that's really functional. Um, for a while, Atlanta was my dead last, especially I flew to Denver a couple weeks ago and they canceled, well, Atlanta didn't cancel my flight, but Delta canceled my flight. So that sucked. And then I flew to Denver I mean, the next At- day. Atlanta's, Denver. Oh, sorry. Denver's last place. Atlanta is actually in my, my, more of my favorites. I don't like the chaos. I, I love the Atlanta airport. I appreciate I like the, the fact chaos. that it's chaos, but they have found a way to organize the chaos. Did they? Yes. Very much so. Mm. Very much so. Go to, mm. I'm telling you, like, the, uh, mm, there's some really, like, Jacksonville was just, like, a mess. Denver. There's gargoyles <laughs> in the Denver airport. You know all the lore? 
of yeah. how it's haunted. Yeah. And it's gray. It's all gray. I mean, I don't gray floors, gray walls. I don't believe that it's gray haunted. ceiling. Actually open ceilings. I really hope that there's lizard people down there, but I don't believe that it's haunted. <laughs> And then the the giant horse with glowing red eyes as you leave the airport. I don't subscribe to that either. That's, I'm all well, about the lizard I mean, you people. have to because it's right in front of your face when you leave. I need the lizard people. I need the lizard people. That's it. If you went to the Denver airport, you'd get it. If they're there, then yeah, they'll be my favorite airport. Moving on. So you touched down a little bit on this in the first question, but do you think academic success plays a large role in your job or no? <laughs> um, yes and no. Mm. Um, when it comes to practices in terms of your work ethic, yeah, it plays in terms of just like your approach to how you get stuff done, your ability to lock in when you need to lock in, um, meet your deadlines and all that stuff. Yes. Um, outside, of, like in terms of like the actual stuff that you're gonna learn, like in terms of like your grades and all that stuff. No. I mean, I, you know, like I, I think I graduated with like a 3.0. Mm. So it was like a, you know, yeah. solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, like it's. I had several classes or like I could have gotten like a better grade but I knew everything that I needed to know in the class and I'd like retained all the knowledge it was just I didn't really care about the assignment itself like as long as like I got the grade that I needed to get mm-hmm. and like I had the knowledge that I needed like it was just like whatever yeah um so yeah it's like it's a mixed bag no I I definitely agree with that because um like a lot like almost everything that i learned like from here is like i learned from doing right and school the only thing that uga kind of set me up with was like to the career fair to meet you guys right but that's also like from my initiative to go there right and my initiative to talk to like corbin and um like uh, pursue it further i feel like that's like a lot of success right just comes from you doing and you putting yourself out there rather than school right like yeah like you said um it, it teaches you like good worth ethic if you yeah. do the, do that right but if you already have that um i think it's just a matter of putting yourself out there yeah now if you are in school stay in school yeah like, yeah like the degree actually like matters stay in school kids like get your degrees kids do number 41 oh i was gonna do 40 <laughs> That works too. Okay. If you could trade jobs with anyone in the office, who would it be and why? Y'all gonna be disappointed. Honestly, I don't wanna trade jobs with nobody here. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I, yeah, like, after recently, like, signing like the new contract and like restructuring like what my job is gonna be, like, we've tailored it to like exactly what I want it to be. Um, which is like one of the great things of like why I love working here. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, there, I do not want to do any other, I don't want to edit. I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to do the marketing stuff. I don't want to do management stuff like project. No, just, I like doing, I like doing my stuff. (laughs) So I'm sorry that, uh, kind of kills your, uh, (laughs) 
filled your answer. Well, thanks for the great answers, Josh. We appreciate you being our guest. We're going to move on to Sean. Hey, guys. We're back with the amazing and one and only Sean. Um, we're going to ask him some questions right now. Um, so we'll start off with what role does video marketing play in a company's success, would you say? Mm. I think it depends on the type of company that you have. But you know, this is something that I'm sort of regurgitating from somewhere else. So I would say this isn't totally my own opinion, basically. But you know, I was watching this video recently that made a lot of sense to me. It was talking about sort of the hierarchies of what's most important at a company. And they said, you know, product development is the most important thing. So like, if you don't have a good product, mm. people aren't going to like it. So if we didn't make great videos for people, it doesn't really matter how good our marketing is. People may not, you know, want to purchase our product, which is for us to make videos for people. Um, so yeah, actually, yeah, I'll backtrack a little bit. I think that's definitely the most important thing is just, do you have a good product? And that will make marketing and sales a lot easier in general. Um, but then marketing is also really important too. Like there are some companies that have the best product, but their marketing is not very good and they may lose out to someone who actually has a good product, but it may not be as good. So, I mean, examples of that are, it's funny, one of the guys talked about this in a, a video that I worked on. He was talking about how, what was it? Shoot, I can't remember. I think it was like a company that was competing for DVDs or something like that. Ah, I, wish I, I wish I remember what it was. But yeah, I guess marketing is important, but it really just kind of depends on, on what you do, mm -hmm. like what's the most important. Like you look at a company like Tesla, they don't even do that much marketing. Yeah. But their word of mouth is so strong that it doesn't matter because their product's amazing. And then some companies have a good product and amazing marketing, and they still might be the biggest company in their category because everyone actually knows who they are. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a give and take. At the end of the day, I think it's it's important. Like all of it's important, you know. Sales is important. Marketing is important. Your product is important. You know how you interact with your customers. Like customer success is important. Um, all those different facets of running a business all matter. So yeah. I think it's hard to say one is just the most important because you kind of want everything to be working well if you can. Yeah. So like. All like video marketing is just like one piece of like all these different aids that help the company's success, but each one by itself can't attribute to like the company's success. For sure, so, and and some companies are going to be better at some things than others, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like you said, everything kind of comes together because it all it all matters. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great answer. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. If you could move the office to any location in the world, where would you choose and why? Mm. That's a tough one. Honestly, I really like Georgia. I like the weather here. I like, yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. I like the weather here, but I would say maybe it'd be cool to be in Denver, maybe somewhere out west where I go skiing. Out west? Are you, would you consider yourself well-traveled? No. <laughs> I don't do that much. I'm kind of a homebody. I honestly don't, don't travel a lot, but yeah. Do you have a passport? I just ordered a passport. I'm about to go to Portugal. So. I I also just ordered my passport for the first time. Nice. Very excited. No travel plans yet, though. Well, at least you have one, so you'll be ready. 
that's kind of the plan. So maybe after you go to Portugal, we can move the office there. I mean, Lisbon. I'll let you guys know how it is and uh, see if we can pull some strings. Leo just went to Portugal, so maybe he'd be down. He would know all the spots. True. All right, Sean, if you could work with any celebrity client, who would you want to work with? Um, this is funny. I actually got asked this at the other thing. Um, I would probably, I don't want to work with Rick Rubin just because. Do you guys know who Rick Rubin is? Gonna Google him real no. quick. Okay, he's a he's a legendary music producer, but yeah. So one, that would just be cool to make music with them. But two, he's just so he seems. I don't even know if I want him to be a client. I just want him to be like my friend. <laughs> you know, he just seems so cool. Like he has this aura about him. Like you think he might start floating at any moment. He's <laughs> like this older dude with like a big burly white beard. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he's just like a super wise, he just seems like a really wise person. So I feel like he would be a good person to have in your corner. I like how the question turned from who would, who would you like to work with to I want this person to be my friend. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, also though, like sometimes your clients do end up becoming your friends. Mm. Um, yeah, hopefully if you have a good relationship, obviously there are, maybe there are certain boundaries you want to set if you don't want to be like, you know, besties with your client, but also if you are friends with your client, definitely can make life enjoyable for sure. Thank you so much, Sean. We appreciated having you here so much. Yay. <laughs> All right, I'll get, I'll get out of here. <laughs> All right, now we have Dara with us. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. So starting out, what is the most essential thing you learned when you first explored work in your field? Wow. Um, I think the first big thing that I learned, which feels obvious looking back, but, um, you know, as you begin any new journey, um, you never know what to expect. But communication really is key. I know it's kind of cliche, but um, my role has always been in, in, in a project management role, even within the video world. And um, communication is obviously vital to what I do, but is important throughout the process amongst everyone. And, and the better you can communicate and the more often you communicate, I think, um, is really um, crucial to the success of, of really any project. All right, that's great, great answer. Um, I'm gonna follow up with, um, do you believe in ghosts? A hundred percent. Really? No, yes, I believe in ghosts. Have you had any experiences that would lead you to believe so? Um, my family owns a bed and breakfast in Lynchburg, Virginia. Oh, no way. <clears throat> yes. Okay. And it is haunted. No. It is very haunted. I've spent the night there. I've seen ghosts in that room. What? I felt the chill down my spine. My mother's experienced it. Uh, uh, anyone in my family who you ask who spent the Ooh. night in that building. Wow. So you've seen like figures or? It was like outline. The whole ghost, uh, I'm sorry, not ghost, the whole smoke and mirrors kind of kind thing. of vibe yes i feel oh like i've God. had a similar experience but we don't have to talk about that <laughs> what <laughs> wait so because uh, i i also believe in ghosts i, I don't, do i thought i thought it was going to be like an easy no like no. Go, uh, do you think like they affect can affect you or they're just like they're just chilling on i them? think they can well do you watch any of those horror movies I have like watched paranormal, a lot of, paranormal oh, yeah, activity, yeah. Uh -huh. like those kind of movies. I don't 
think it goes that far. I mm. believe in obviously energy is is the substance that everything is created from. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And energy is neither create is created mm. neither created nor destroyed. And so to me, it just seems like a natural extension of existence that they're that the the energy is out there. I don't mm-hmm. think it goes so far as being able to cross over into the physical, into the physical realm. realm mm-hmm. But um, I genuinely believe that it's there. Yes. Yeah. Because well, my my thing yes. was when I think when I was thirteen or fourteen, I was doing the Ouija board with my younger sister, <laughs> and she was like very into like the um, like kind of like dark like kind of stuff like at that age, and we were playing with one of our friends in our basement and my brother, my older brother sleeps in the basement, his bedroom's down there and we were playing it and she, you know, the whole rules, you're not supposed to take your hands off before you like close it out and like say goodbye. And we were like feeling it moving. We were definitely, it was definitely working. I will say, I think it was working. And my sister took her hands off and then we all took our hands off and that like releases like the spirit out Mm -hmm. into the physical world. Mm And we didn't tell our brother because he doesn't like that kind of stuff. And he definitely didn't like that we were doing it right next to his bedroom. And he said that night he had the worst night terrors he's ever had in his entire life. And he and he only has them when he sleeps in the basement in that room. Hmm. You unleashed the ghost. So I think we we did. We did something there. Uh, it was an accident, though. <laughs> we didn't mean it. You gotta figure out how to put that genie back in. You know, right, go back, home. go back in the bottle, yeah, just like Gwen Stefani would yeah. do. That's scary. What else you got, guys? We'll do. If you won the lottery, what would be the first thing you do, or the first thing you would buy? I wouldn't buy anything to start. I don't think. Go Actually, in. well, the first thing I would do is I'd finish the remodel of my house that's been going on <laughs> and being postponed for the last two years. Thank you, COVID and everything else. Um, but if I won the lottery, I would make it my life's mission to figure out how to, assuming it was like hundreds of millions, um, would put that money towards creating um, nonprofits and things that would end homelessness I'd start in Atlanta, uh, my hometown, and and try and create a a working solution to a homelessness and and dealing with mental illness and the things that you know the, the main reasons that lead people to homelessness. So that would that's what I would do with my hundreds of millions. Of that's dollars. a great answer. Thank you. I don't think any any one of us would have gone in that direction <laughs> to start. No? Okay. No, I would have. What about you, Titus? What would you do if you won the lottery? I would buy a lot of Legos. You know, Legos <laughs> are super expensive. I bought this um, Lego bonsai tree for my girlfriend um, for her birthday. It was $50, and it's like this big. Did you get the Lego bo- flower bouquets that everyone oh, is building? My sister's actually got a couple of those for my mom for her birthday, too. And it was like. You got your mom Legos? Yeah, my mom loves like I mean, she loves building little stuff. Like she's like at the okay, old okay. age That's where cool. she like cool. she likes um she's a crafter. doing stuff. Yeah, like she puzzles are my crazy. mom loves puzzles. Old woman. Oh I mean, my old, gosh. Old, old. Okay. Puzzles are Redacted. enjoyable at any age. Any age. Okay. Yeah, they have the little age thing. Like tw- ages twelve to sixty. I, no, I it's five and up. Oh, five and up. Five and up. Five and up. But yeah, it's like. um yeah, they loved. My mom loves just like doing stuff with her hands. So my my sister's got her Legos, and I got her like this um, music box, like build your own thing. It was pretty cool. 
Um, all right, let's see what else. Um, okay. I think you should ask number 13. 13. Ooh, what is it like having the best interns in the world working under you? Wow, what is, well, I mean, it brings joy. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I look forward to Tuesday mornings when the office will be filled. It's like Christmas morning. <laughs> we all pop in. We like populate right at 10 o'clock. Yeah, we all kind of trickle in at 10 long after I've been awake and um, are all happy and, and gleeful and laughing. And, um, and it's fun. It brings a lot of um awesome energy to mm-hmm. to the office and it's fun I think for me and, and and most everyone here to to learn about you guys and and your experiences and what's new you know uh, mm-hmm. what you're learning in school and how you can bring those things to you know to the table and I don't know I enjoy I enjoy talking with you guys and all in all it's a great experience I love it yeah I love chatting with Dara about she goes to the, we all go to UGA and Dara went to UGA, and we, we yesterday we were chatting about how things like have changed in Athens over the last you know few Two years. Two decades. Well, I wasn't gonna say it, <laughs> <laughs> and and we were just talking about the like you know kind of rent costs, classes, um, buildings, the buildings, buildings, new buildings and stuff. So that's been really fun. It's been a good a good bonding experience. Yes, I would agree. I I love hearing. The updates on my alma mater, what's going on at Georgia, yes. especially the updates on Grady, the mm. Grady College of Journalism, mm-hmm. um, which I am a graduate of. So that's been fun. Go Grady or go home. Yeah. We're going to do one last question. Sweet. I also need to retouch on something I said earlier. The genie in a bottle reference, not Gwen Stefani. It's Christina, Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. <laughs> I, I didn't want to call you out. I needed to correct it. So I, in, on the off chance... Christina Aguilera sees this video. <laughs> she won't be disappointed. I know the song, though. I know the song. Okay, this has been <laughs> our last question. Is do you want a funny one or a serious one? Let's do funny. Funny. Do okay. Funny, yeah. The one we'll we'll circle back to the one we've been talking about all morning that we asked Corbin earlier. Would you rather be four feet tall or seven feet tall, and why? You know, I've given a lot of thought to this. I, I saw it written on a whiteboard. It is on the whiteboard. And my knee-jerk reaction was four feet. Same. But mm. I've, I'm now in the seven-foot camp. Awesome, awesome. Oh. And this is why. I feel like the limitations on being four feet would be far more extensive than the limitations on seven feet. Mm-hmm. I think. Definitely. Can you give us an example? Well, I struggle to reach things, and I'm five feet five inches tall. Okay. Currently, um, so height, you know, reaching things is is something I've thought about. Um, just walking quickly, you know. I feel like <laughs> long strides. I, yeah, I feel like long yeah, strides. Four, I walk really, really, really fast, mm-hmm. and I think that I would have a hard time with very short legs. Um, but I think at seven feet, you kind of can you can enjoy the benefits of height, but also not have to deal so much with things that it would limit your independence at four feet yeah. more, mm-hmm. I think, uh-huh. than at seven feet. Yeah, for sure. Because I think when decision. this 
question was first written, I think Titus wrote it, and mm-hmm. at first he said ten feet. Or oh four yeah, feet. I said ten feet or four. Would feet. ten yeah. feet change your mind? Yes. 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 You go down to I four. I would go to four, hundred percent. She would yeah. change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think seven mm-hmm. is is the max. Seven feet is the mm-hmm. max for for this. right. Even I thought like seven feet is like a relatively like not that crazy high. I feel Most like right. it definitely is. It is a crazy. I mean, height. the average house is. Wall in a in a home is eight feet, eight oh, to ten feet. Oh shoot! Yeah. Door ten. frames are just under eight feet. Yeah, you'd be you'd be ducking. But also, would would strength scale with that? Because like I, who is four feet like tall and like super strong, right? Simone Biles. Who's that? What? <laughs> An Olympic gymnast, like uh, the Olympic gymnast. I know oh, Michael. She's, I think she's four eight. I think. I, was gonna say, I don't, think I don't want to dog on Simone Biles and say she's four feet. I think she's four foot eight. I'm going to fact check it. But like, imagine how many pickle jars you wouldn't be able to open if you were four foot. She is, in fact, four <laughs> foot eight, for Ooh. the record. Four nice. foot eight, that's basically... I don't know if that determines your strength, though, your height. But, like, you uh, could be really, really tall and not I that like strong at all. I feel like seven feet, you'd be lanky. Yeah. yeah. You could, I mean, you know. Yeah. Basketball players aside, I think your coordination might be... Um, oh yeah, compromised at seven yeah. feet, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know that many people that are seven feet tall. Tripping over things. Yeah. I've actually met the Tripping tallest over man the four in the feet world. People. <laughs> when did you meet the tallest man in the world? I think when I was like eleven. My we, my dad took us to took me and my sister to this donut shop near our house. And for some reason, the tallest man in the world was going to be there. And then we met him and we took a picture with him. He's like over eight feet tall, I think. Wow. That's insane. Which was crazy. That's, that's a bit. There must have so, been good donuts. Yeah. If the tallest The donuts were pretty good. Wow. Oh. I All think right. we have to wrap it up. Okay. Thank you, Dara. Thank you, For guys. joining. Thank you. It was so fun. Yeah. All right, everybody. We're back. Um, y'all learn anything interesting today about the, the people of Consume? Yeah, I think they're pretty interesting people, you know, like a little bit of insight never goes, never hurts anybody. And um, definitely, I think the the four feet tall and the seven feet tall questions were, was a banger. banger it was a question. good debate. I learned a lot about the people here based on that question alone. Yeah, it really tells the, you a lot true. about a person. It does. I think we had some good, we had a, a good couple of different good perspectives going on. Because mm-hmm. I, I talk to Corbin and Josh the most. I talk to Dara like medium. And then I don't really talk to Sean because I work mostly with marketing stuff. So I don't really get the chance to talk to him. So that was cool. Yeah. It's fun times. Fun times in the neighborhood. Well, everyone, that is it from the final, final podcast. This is your host, Corbin. Well, technically not the host today. Joined by Chloe, Leah, and Titus. They might be joining us for one more podcast before they head back to school. So keep an eye out for this one and that one. Follow us on all of our socials at Consume Media. You know where to find us, consumemedia.com. We're going to plug it. I thought it was consume-media.com. Consume-media.com. <laughs> Thanks, Chloe. You're It'll welcome. be up on the screen somewhere, wherever we put it. Um, this has been fun, guys, uh, and I hope to see you again soon. Peace. Bye.